So he's explained to us that the world would never stand if, it was, if God only related to us through strict judgment. And so mercy was a requirement. And he says, even so, that doesn't mean that judgment goes away completely. That doesn't negate the concept of judgment. Okay? And so how does this work? So he says it like this. Very interesting. He says, so according to the strict letter of the law, okay, judgment, strict judgment, um, what's called shura sadin, the line of judgment, like strict judgment, okay, it would be fitting that if that someone did a sin, they would be punished. They would be punished immediately, right as they did the sin, without any delay whatsoever, and also that that punishment itself would be with absolute fury, which would mean the full force of the law. Okay, which would which is fitting according to someone who is rebelling against the Creator, and there should be no way to fix that sin at all. Because the truth is, how is it possible for a person to fix something which they messed up? And the sin is already done. Okay, so he said, he said so he says, for example, if someone kills a person, kills another person, or a person commits adultery, adultery how can, it's, once it's done, it's done. So, you know, certain things can't be fixed, right? And is it possible for a person to remove a, a deed from the world, which was already done, to take it out of existence as if, it, as, as if it hadn't happened? And so let's look at it like this. He's speaking again in terms of, in terms of ultimate reality. I like to think of it like this. In the, uh, there's um, some very nice scuba diving you can do, okay, a little bit in the, uh, uh, in, in South Africa and, and just a little bit north of South Africa. Very nice scuba diving. Okay, so scuba diving today is a very, very uh, popular and uh, well-developed sport. But in the early days, this is the early scuba divers, how did they work? They had these big, heavy, iron, airtight suits with these like big helmets on them. And there was an air hose that was going from the ship down to the... They, they, didn't, have, they didn't have tanks of air on their back. They were connected by a, hose, by a hose up to the air on the ship. Now imagine there's a guy, he's 20 meters below in this heavy suit, okay, and he's walking on the, on the ocean floor and looking at things, and there's an air hose, you know, which is his lifeline, going straight up to the, straight up to the ship, and that's what's keeping him alive. And so this guy takes out his diving knife, and he slashes his air hose. He slashes his air hose. What's going to happen at that moment? Okay, it's good overs for that guy. He's finished. Okay, there is no, and it, it'll be immediate, and it will be, um, the, the water will come, come in through the air, right, and that's it. He's gonna, and he's in a heavy suit, how's he gonna get up quickly? Is that he's, he's, he's dead. So you have to understand that, you know, in terms of, in terms of looking from an objective reality at what he's saying and how it makes sense, is that a person has no, a person has no um, momentum, okay, no momentum in, in their existence. Meaning that, you know, is that the default setting of creation is not here. Is that for, to keep creation going and to keep us going, is it requires a constant input from God of, of divine energy from, from millisecond to millisecond to, to keep things going and the world running. Which means that it is only because God is willing that the energy to keep you alive at the second is that you're alive. Okay, so it's, it's not like if God cut off the energy, so then you would keep going for a while, a couple weeks until it petered out, and that would be instant, instant, it'd be gone. So, so now you have the infinite creator of the universe who's, who's sending you a flow of energy to keep you going from second to second, okay? And he tells you, don't do that, okay? He says, don't eat pork, 
So then you go and you make yourself a nice pork chop on the braai, okay? And then, and then uh, to make things worse, you say a bracha, a nice shakol, and then you take a bite. So what did you just do? You've just cut yourself off from the source of existence, okay? So what should happen at that point? You've taken out the knife and you've slashed the air hose, okay? You've slashed the, the conduit by which the energy to keep you in existence is coming in. So what should happen? You should disappear. That's what should happen, okay? So that's, that's what he's saying. He's saying if it, it should be, you know, the way that he's saying it is, how could it be you rebel against the king and the punishment would not be immediate and with the full force and totally exacting and there's no way to fix that, right? Because there are certain things that can't be fixed in the world. I guess we can discuss that in a second. But, but, it says, but you're cutting yourself off from your source of existence, so you should cease to exist. That's what should, in a world of strict judgment, that's what would happen. Okay? And also, you know, we, 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 um, we tend to think that everything can be fixed. Okay? So person, the doctor can fix anything, but it's not true. Sometimes a person's arm can be damaged so badly that they don't get used to their arm back. Or you know, a person can, can uh, have damage done that just can't be fixed. So certain things can't be fixed. He says, if a person murders someone, how can you fix that? There's no, there's no fixing that. The guy's gone. A person does an act of adultery or something that doesn't have to be so severe. Is that you know, some things can be fixed, some things but seem to be that they can't. So he's saying strict judgment would require that, that, that he's doing something which can never be fixed and that, the, and that the consequence would be immediate and very, very devastating.